It's Sports Arena. It is Extreme Rewind, your weekly look into the world of extreme as we look at ECW Hardcore TV from episode one all the way to forum of every pay-per-view special and ECW on TNN in between. We are just one week away from November to remember 1999. And I'm joined, as always, by Jay. What's happening, Jay? Well, it may be a, a wet and windy October in 2021, but in 1999, it is November. And it is one that might be remembered. Yeah, it's going to be... Um... Have you remembered? We'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll see, see next week. True. Looking forward to it. Um, yeah, this week we are looking at ECW on TNN in episode 11 from the 5th of November, 1999. And then we're looking at ECW Hardcore TV from Saturday the 6th. Guessing. Yep. Makes sense. Um, which is episode 341. Fire over here in the UK, 5th of November. Yeah, it's what sort of threw me off. I'm trying to see, when was um, November to remember 99? Was it actually on the Saturday? I I want to say it's the Sunday. It was the Sunday. So we're again... Yeah, because I thought there was a bit um, on TNN where they said order it tomorrow night. I thought those words came out of their mouth. But yeah, I, I guess you can order it ahead of time. This is true. It could be me just thinking you're going to order it two seconds before. Why not order it the night before? It makes perfect sense. But um, yeah, we're stuck in that um, ECW situation where it's three days of ECW. So um, why not get hyped for that pay per view? Uh, we'll start off with ECW on TNN episode 11 because obviously this was the Friday. Um, we get highlights of the Dream of Raven Impact match with the return of the Sandman last week. That pop is still magnificent. Hardcore hack is back. Um, you know, the Sandman is back in ECW. And it, it's a big deal. Obviously, it was on Hardcore TV, so this is sort of the first time you're seeing it. So they went quite in-depth in showing a lot of it. But it makes sense for viewers um, who don't watch both. Yeah, I mean, it's very interesting, isn't it? Because we we... we... We knew going into last week's double TV that um, this was this was all done. This was all done on the twenty third of October, I think they said. Um, so you know it was in the can for for both shows, uh, and yet it wasn't shown on um, Hardcore TV. It was only shown on um, no, it wasn't shown on ECW TNN. It was only shown on Hardcore TV. Um, and and it's really weird again, still trying to work out how they kind of decide on what goes where, because you had far more of the, um, uh, Mike Wilson, Mikey Whitbreck stuff on, uh, ECW on TNN. But if that's your big show, would you not do it the other way around? Um, is that your big show? I mean, I, th- I think it's meant to be the big show, isn't it? Yeah. It's meant to be the big show. Not Paul White. <laughs> that's that's a whole different piece of ECW that we'll get to. Eesh. <laughs> a whole lot of ECW. Um, but yeah, so you sort of... 
you get it. But I think it goes back to the whole arena thing, doesn't it? Yeah. So there, there seems to be a hang-up of having this E17 in the um, ECW arena. I said based back from the, the dream of promo, so it's um yes, yeah, it's, it's it's strange. Um, Styles welcomes up to the show. Says about everyone coming to Fan Fest, which is you know sounds like fun. I don't mind an ECW Fan Fest. It could be fun, couldn't it? Yeah, it could be fun. Why not go meet him, have a have a little chat, buy some t-shirts, love it. Uh, give us a rundown of the cards. That could become the most overused sentence in this show. <laughs> and give us a rundown of the card. Uh, we'll run down the card at the end of the show, so we're not going to repeat it every time because it don't make no sense. But, um, yeah, he gave us one there. We get our first match of the week. The hardcore swing, hard, hardcore chest swinging freaks. Axel Rotten and Balls Mahoney. But this is the Baldies, uh, which was DeVito and Angel, I believe, were the main ones in this. It was. And they called them out. They they are the ones who called out. They, they're now the hardcore chair swinging yeah. freaks. Yeah, I mean, um, I thought it was a half decent sort of promo. I didn't mind it from the Baldies. Very quick to the point, but not awful. You know, they didn't do a great deal. They basically just said, you know, we run this place now with a hardcore show, go come out. And so it's good. So basically they come out, uh, they brawled, Vito obviously got involved, as well as Vito getting involved. Um, they had their new member, which um, I think you sort of alluded to a few weeks ago, when that was um, on their offer. And um, News, it was on. formerly known yep. as PN News, is um, now in the Baldies. And I'll be Which honest, is... like, even when you mentioned it, I completely had no recollection of this. But it doesn't feel a bad fit. It doesn't feel a bad fit at all. No, I mean, if you're going to do something with him, why not this? You know, it, it gets him a little bit heel heat. It gets him, you know, slightly removed. It's funny. It's one of those kind of, we, we talk about um, how they, how Paul Heyman takes some people and kind of gives them quite a modern take on their gimmick you know the pm news one here like the clown we've seen you know that kind of you know allowing them to kind of expand out from where they've been chris candido as well i suppose um and then you've got others where you know they just feel like a random throwback like uganda um which didn't seem to really fit uh samoan gangster party as well is a good example of them kind of allowing people to modernize and reintroduce themselves yeah, no, massively. And, you know, they sort of just flipped it so they worked into um, this universe. And, like, it wasn't... I don't think it was really bad at all. I think it sort of... It worked. So the brawl basically happened. Um, it ended up with New Jack's music hitting. New Jack came out. New Jack sort of cleaned house. The Baldies started to fight back. And then you had the big moment where Angel... Um, stapled New Jack's eye. Yes. Um, so I, a, a, a little shout out to the, the beautiful Easter egg um, of uh, New Jack running out and Joel Gertner doing the, yeah, but whose side is he on call? Cool. 
which you know, <laughs> I, I I mean I yeah it would have been it would have happened ages ago, but um, yeah, I think it would have happened, but it's still it's it's a good um, just a little homage. Yeah. I and probably isn't anything to do with anything, but it just it felt to me like a little homage to uh, you know the great uh, Bobby H-W-O. Heenan. Yeah. destroying the turn of um, Hulk Hogan because why on earth would you pull any kind of suggestion that he's the third man? Why would you not let that just play out? But there we go. Yeah, no, I thought um, you know, he's on good form. But uh, yeah, New Jack was stapled in the eye. Um, we get more of an aftermath from this on hardcore TV, not really a lot on here. Apart so, from but- Suddenly, everyone stops selling, gets over to him, covers him up, makes sure he's all right. Loads of people run into the ring, trying to push the baldies away, try to make sure that they're, they're, they're away from him. Um, you know, treated like a big deal. Yeah, I mean, I, I understood here. I mean, the fact that it was kind of crazy in the sense that um, Balls and Axel were over there before New Jack had really hit the floor. Yep. So it's not like they turned around and was like, what the fuck's up with Jack? You know, it was the whole, it was clearly they were waiting for it. A spot. If you yeah. if you watched it back and probably watched them, they were probably paying attention getting ready, almost. It was too I, quick. I, yeah, I mean, I, it felt like, you know, it, it felt, strange that um, uh, Balls Mahoney got to see all of this because uh, it felt like his view was impaired by the the, the big guy he was fighting. Um, yeah. So uh, the fact that he's doing that and managed to, to clock the fact that New Jack had just, or, or Jerome, but we'll get into that, um, had just been stapled into the eye. Um yeah, just felt a little bit bizarre. Yeah. But um, to take your mind off this graphic scene which you've just witnessed, Joe Styles gave us a um, November to Remember card rundown. Which I thought Ooh, was pretty decent. Hope we've got a pay-per-view coming up, so it's, you know, good. Pay-per-view came just a couple of days away, so we can have a card rundown. Uh, we then finished up with a three-way dance. Super Crazy versus Little Guido and Spike Dudley. Um, early doors, we saw a female fan dressed as Spike Dudley um, in the crowd. We and, did? Um, yeah, she has a little spat with um, Nun- uh, Nunzio, Jesus, uh, Guido. And um, yeah, not too big of a deal yet, but um, keep an eye on her, that's all I'll say. Um, what did you think of this match? I mean, it it was it was not a bad match, as these matches never are. Um, I know that three way dances is something that that ECW made famous and one of their their you know big cornerstones of their presentation. I did find myself wondering, as we see yet another variation of, you know, two out either three out of the three or two out of three of Tajiri, Super Crazy, Guido, and then 
someone else, like, for instance, Spike Dudley, like, for instance, Jerry Lynn, you know, whoever that kind of revolving third is. Yeah. Um, I did find myself wondering whether they, ECW overdid the three-way dance. Yeah, I, I get that. I mean, it's kind of rough because, you know, obviously Spike kind of gave this a new dynamic. Yeah? Yep. And I get that. But I, I just don't know where Spike fits in with a lot of this stuff. I'm I'm not convinced he overly does. And... Um, but then he's... I didn't want to see Crazy versus Guido again. So and that's it. They they, they just seem to kind of get stuck in the same few. Um, it it feels a little bit formulaic to me. Um, and they're always good matches, but there's a certain amount of you know you've seen the spots. Yeah, no, um, massively. I mean, I, I, I did feel crazy was the standout here. Yeah. Um, he had his working uh, boots on, didn't he? He did, uh, massively. Uh, but, but again, I, I do feel there's part of him that probably be like, right, you know, me and Tajiri came in doing all this. Why is Tajiri here and I'm here? You know, yeah. so I, I sort of see... Oh, but I mean, I might be reading into it wrong, but I just almost feel like I sort of see that from him, sort of the fire to... Yeah, various title shots, various pay-per-view headlining, um, a feud with Jerry Lynn that's plugged into a three-way dance. That's it. So it's just, um, yeah, I think Crazy does sort of deserve a bit more at this point. There's enough people for him to feud with again I mean I just I don't everyone just very much seems stuck in their bubbles he very much it feels like Paul Heyman has this whole right you're there you're there you four are over here and we'll do different combinations forever you five are over here we'll do different combinations forever it never seems to mix up I mean you know Lance Storm super crazy feud could have been a lot of fun you know but it's just for some reason, they just, I mean, did they even have a match? We will I mean? find this out. Yeah. We will find out. But you know what I mean? This is where it's just all so weird. Is, is there's so many sort of around that you're just like, all right, what's the, what's the crack here? Why you sort of, I don't say hold off on dream matches because they probably thought they'd get there eventually. But as much as like, um, you know, shimming into the future, AEW sometimes will throw away dream matches too quick, you might feel. I feel ECW were always holding off for the match that never come. Yeah, and, and, and diminishing returns. So, you know, one of the matches on the pay-per-view we'll talk about fits this bill perfectly in the sense of probably should have been a far bigger deal than it actually is by the time we get to it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, overall, decent match. Uh, Crazy does pick up the win. Uh, don't have, you know, no huge issues, just like points, really. But it's not an awful match. It's, it's just, um, you, you feel there's things they could have done to make it 
sort of slightly better or something like that. But um, yeah, that was the end of the show. It was. Which takes us to ECW Hardcore TV episode 341 on the 6th of November 1999. Um, show starts off with a promo from Carino. Here's with Rhino and Jack Victory. Um, talk about the ECW arena. Talk about how the Impact players should be um, the tag team champions and how the Sandman returned. Um, everyone was excited and everyone was scared apart from one man. Was yeah, I, I can't remember if this was on ECW on TNN as well. Um, I don't think it was. But um, I thought it was a good program. Uh, I, I thought it was a good promo. I thought it was, um, you know, I don't, I don't know you shit. Was was a really good kind of standout for him, I think. Yeah, th- th- this is probably the best Rhino moment to date. Yeah, um, very much just like I don't know who you are. I don't respect you. I wasn't here the first time you were around. I'm not bothered. I'm just going to kick the shit out of you. And it's the first time you almost had this, like, you know, kill Spike Dudley Rhino sort of coming out. Yeah. And, um, yeah, no, I enjoyed it. It was good. It was good, um, good movement, a good sort of character thing in the right direction for Rhino. He needed it. And then we got the intro to the show. Um, obviously, the tagline, The Regret You Never Forget, popped up on the screen. And then we probably got the longest intro music of all time for ECW. And, um, you know, the, the, the most extreme moment recently, um, Sonny getting spanked with a paddle, yeah. has now been included in the opening credits. It's needed every week. So you know that we're in for a hardcore hour. You don't forget. 41 minutes. So you don't forget. Um, we get November to remember card rundown. Just a little update there, in case you've forgotten what's going on tomorrow night in their world. Uh, we get highlights of Sandman returning. Um, we then get highlights of Taz versus Sabu. They said one feud finally got settled as a nude feud started. So obviously... I guess they're saying that Sabu, because he's won, won pretty much maybe two out of all the whole times they feuded, that this that feud's over. Very much Tommy Dreamer oh, rule. No, no, yeah. no. Remember that when these two, both Grand Slam champions, because the FTW Championship means something suddenly, yeah. uh, went up against each other, it just so happened that they were completely even and equal with the number of victories they had against each other. So, Tabu winning that match means he actually is one more win over Taz. I just don't believe that. That's, you know, just... You couldn't write it to be any better than that. I mean, you apparently can. That's but... ironically. <laughs> <laughs> but, but um, yeah, Sabu won the feud, which is... Which is um... Total Tommy Dreamer fashion there. Yeah. You know, lose 100 times to Raven, beat him in the last one before he leaves. Next goal wins. <laughs> it's the next goal win mentality. I like it. Um, yes, yeah, so it's happy done that. And obviously, then 
RVD come out, it led to Taz choking out RVD, and that's what we mean by another feud begins as RVD and Taz's feud has begun, which led us straight to an RVD um, promo. Um, it's one of the best RVD promos in a while. Very, very kind of um, strange their positioning with stuff at the moment. We've got pay per view coming up. Um, RVD obviously doing promos, not matches. Impact players aren't really around. I mean, surely you could get Taz just to say two fucking words or something. No, no. I mean, his, his whole Taz situation at the moment is very, very, very bizarre. Like, I understand he's here and he's, he's doing the honours and all this, but what is sort of really sort of going on here? Well, again, we'll 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 kind of cover that when we get to the end and the the music video. <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, RVD promo. Basically, he says. He's always been more popular than Taz, and he's going to prove it. No remember, remember, even when Taz was world champion, people were chanting for him, um, and he was the TV champion. And he's not wrong. No. Um, please refer to my previous conversations about feuds that should have happened earlier. Oh yeah. I mean, RVD was sitting here ready to be the guy to take um, that world title of Taz. Whether that was the original plan, you know, that would have happened at this November of the member or guiltiest charge or whatever, mm. whatever is never the plan. I guess you'll never really know. But um, yeah, RVD was in a great situation to probably face Taz, win the heavyweight title and uh, relinquish the TV title. So, Obviously, the mid drop the it. TV. You can do it kind of in a little bit of a, a funky way. Drop the TV and move on and chase and, and win the, the heavyweight, as yeah, we've but, seen people do previously. It'd just be very hard, RVD, just to never lose it, though, wouldn't it? It'd keep it going, the momentum. Mm. But um, yeah, either way, decent promo. Didn't mind it at all. Um, the, 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 we then get sort of highlights, but almost quite a lot. Of the baldies in um, news, but obviously PN news attacking Axel until New Jack comes out and he gets stapled in the eye again. That's the one from the uh, yesterday. Um, yeah, he's, he's not been stapled in each eye now. He <laughs> comes out, I get him in the eye again. Those damn baldies. <laughs> Those eye, damn baldies. Um, balls and rotten are there talking about the baldies. So they went too far. They went too far. Off mass transit. Uh, they went too far. So Jerome is their friend. They debuted with him. They've been with him forever. Balls even uh, lived with him. Balls even lived with him. And I just kind of sat there and thought, after all the stuff that's happened in ECW, surely there should not be a thing of someone going too far. I mean... But yeah, I mean, just thinking about from these two alone. Apart from, you know, a commentary standpoint. Uh, uh, Joey Styles losing his head and going, that's enough. This has gone too far. As someone who's not involved, almost like a bystander, like JR would do. We'd be like, someone stop the damn match. What the hell's going on? But the match is still happening. You know what I mean? 
on that sort of thing, I think Styles could have owned this and proper lost his head and be like, this is too far, this is sick, what is happening? And it would have been perfect. But the actual wrestlers, you know, using shoot names, brother, and um, saying, you know, we don't mind smashing people's chair in or doing glass matches or putting people through flaming tables. But a fucking stapler to the eye? You sick bastards. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, Jay Styles did try and do that. And the the weird kind of argument that him and Joel Gertner had over commentary during it because Joel Gertner was saying that they are witnessing history. Um, and, and Joey Styles says, what do you mean? Rah, 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 rah. Um, uh, you know, it was, was quite a weird kind of backwards and forwards. But, yeah, I mean, they were trying to kind of get the gravitas of, you know, this is, this is heinous, this is sick, blah, blah. But we're back into the, you know, it's a shoot, brother. Um, and, and, you know, the Baldies have gone too far because they've, they've stapled his eye. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, we've, we've seen some brutal, brutal stuff, including the people. In, you know, this is, this is Axel Rotten, who had a Taipei death match in ECW. Um, you know, we've seen so much from them that, you know, this is too far because, you know, Jerome's a good guy. Um, you know, I, I really feel sorry because, you know, first Chris Chetty dies and now New Jack's there. Rest in peace, both of them. And I'm sure they'll be out for a while. Um, oh, no. Joey Styles announces that New Jack's going to be at the pay-per-view tomorrow. It's just... Um, it's just... I mean, again, there's no time frame to this. You're made to believe this literally happened on Thursday. And he's he's coming to get his revenge on Sunday. Yeah, two days later. I mean, I don't know. Did he turn up with an eye patch on? I don't actually know. Now, you see, I was thinking about this. I don't remember him coming in with an eye patch. I don't. So we will wait and we will see. Um, But I do not remember him coming back with an eye patch. I oh. think he comes in and no sells. Um, yeah, no sells the, the the thing. Yeah, which is crazy in itself. But um, like I said, I'm, I'm not against like certain things. But again, I understand they could just be like, you know, New Jackson, you know, got a serious injury. We don't know if he's going to see again. And all this. And then him just randomly turn up at the pay-per-view with whatever and, you know, it happened again or something and just be like, this is horrendous kind of thing. But um, they, they sold the Sandman's blindness more than they've sold New Jacks. Yeah, because they didn't start getting to real names and all that. You know, no, and he was retiring and, and, you know, Tommy Dreamer was having to do all of the things for the Sandman. Yeah. Pay your bills, Tommy. Yeah, no, so, um, yeah, it, it happened. I mean, I, I understood the overall thing. It just felt silly, you know? Yep. Just felt a little bit silly. Um, and we then got a card rundown, just in case. And speaking of silly, Simon Diamond in the locker room, showing us some of the lesser stars. And basically gets to his new, I guess, sort of bodyguards, 
um, partner, big dick. Dick hurts. That's it. Dick, was it? Dick hurts. Dick hurts. That was it. Yeah, big dick. Yeah. Studly boys, which somehow. Yeah. Didn't seem it's, too it's, bad. Yeah, somehow is is less bizarre than Dick hurts. Yeah, I mean, um, throughout all of them, we got a lot of sort of jokes, like puns and that. And it's just kind of. I thought it was over before it started, if I'm honest. Yeah. Simon says, quick pulling on my dick. Okay. It's good. That's where and we are now. Like, um, if you had one a week, you know, it wouldn't be like... We won too many. Yeah. But you could still sort of just think, oh, okay, there's that dick joke every week. But there'd be ones where he threw like about four in a row in the same yeah. thing. And you just think, oh, wow. How are you going to keep this going? And they weren't even like, you know, they weren't even clever dick jokes. It's like, you know, and no. this is where I keep my dick. I mean, that doesn't even make sense, really. What, yeah. What, what? So, yeah, it's it, it was a very strange. It was a very strange um, thing. So we had that. We had... Um, Lynn is promo from a couple of weeks ago. We're sitting there with glasses on, and Carino basically just says, Stop being a bitch. So he sort of chases Carino. And, uh, Do you know the bit that I didn't catch until this one? And uh, I've watched Lisa? this promo about half a dozen times now. I didn't catch that, that Carino's advice to Jerry Lynn yeah. was to suck it up and work hurt like the rest of us. Yeah. I mean, that's a statement, isn't it? You know, we're all just, you know, barely hanging on. Yeah, so, um, <laughs> it's a new Jack. Why's he not chasing him down the back? So what, <laughs> the, the thing is, I like it because it's sort of like, it was his thing, because of his whole anti-hardcore thing. We're sort of like, you know, he never had a match where he tapped out with nothing happening and all this is, and he wasn't actually doing anything. It was just like, oh, come on, just like battle to the end, like the, the, the rest of us. It's like, yeah, but the match lasts more than 20 seconds. Oh, come on. It'd be quite funny. But he just hadn't explained that sort of side of his character. Yeah. You know? But it could have, it could have worked if they'd just shown sort of other bits. But, um, Yeah, so that sort of happened. We then got um, highlights from Tajiri and Lin from last week, which is fine. Uh, again, decent match. Uh, we then got the lineup again, the card rundown, in case you hadn't seen it. Uh, we then got Jerry Lynn promo. Um, strange promo. Very strange promo from Lin here. It's... Um, it's very much like the whole, you know, you, you'll probably know me best from my feud with RBD, which I didn't win, but here I am. Yeah. And, and you sort of left a bit like, what, what's going on here? Like, are we, are we getting over? Are we not? Like, you shouldn't have to point out that people know you from your feud with RBD. Like, we know you. Yeah, I mean, we've years now. You don't need to continue to to introduce yourself 
to us, especially based on the fact that you had some good matches that you lost. And that's it. And it yeah, they are amazing matches. No one's doubting that. But it's just, it's just, I don't want to say step back, but it just doesn't need to be associating himself to that he's, too much. He's still too white meat baby face. Oh, yeah. golly gosh. And you'll know me from just giving it my all and trying my darndest best. You know, and just coming up short that one time. But, you know, I'm going to keep trying and, you know. Just all a little bit too much still, I think. Yeah. Um, we got an aggressive promo from Tajiri. Not really know what he said. But um, it was intense, so that worked. I mean, I didn't even know that, that Jerry Lynn's mother was sick, but, you know. <laughs> um, Baldy's in a promo mocking New Jack. Now, I preferred this one because this is exactly the same promo they did on the previous show. But yeah. the previous show wasn't edited quite as well. So, for instance, what you had on the previous one is the obvious point where someone's action and then they've all started walking from a standing position. Whereas this one, they came in a little bit, which meant you, they actually looked as if they were walking down the street um, yeah. rather than kind of just hanging around to be told what to do. Um, they've got a weird energy. I know they're a new team. They're still trying to find weird energy. They're still trying to find like who talks and when they talk and almost show that they actually get along. Yeah. I mean, as a gang, street gang goes, it's, it's yeah, a little bit weird. But um, again, I liked PM News' bit. I thought we had a nice little bit. And I like the fact they're mocking him. I mean, again, always take it too far stuff. It's like, but this is like classic Dudley's here. So I don't know what they're trying to get at. Um, we got clips 14 months ago, Sandman leaving ECW. Obviously, the famous one of the lights go out, it comes back on. It's just incredible with the cane and kicked the shit out of Dreamer. So we had that. 14 we, months was his WCW run. <laughs> he, comes, he comes back and he's just like, wow, he's still feuding with the same guy. And I think it was January that he debuted because it wasn't even 14 months that he was on TV, was it? So yeah, well, he started off didn't even the, in the Raven vignettes. Yep, and then he ran. Jim just appeared. Yep, and then he just randomly appeared. Um, like, yeah, like uh, I think he came out during the Bam Bam match, didn't he? And I think it was like yeah, January or something. I think we worked out. Yeah. So that's um, yeah, it was crazy. But again, you watch back on it, he was put uh, against a lot of big names. I, I remember he had matches against. Nash, Goldberg, um, obviously the triple threats with Raven and Bam Bam. But they generally just don't think they knew what to do with him. No. But I do think Especially he, he, when Raven then left. Yeah. But he did um, sort of take on a lot of um, big names and stuff like that. So it was all, all decent, I felt. And, you know, 14 months for him to get in shape and heal up wasn't a bad thing either. Um, no. Also massively freshened his character as well. You yeah. know, just gave him a chance to get away, like you said. Look, look it's insane. a shame Tommy didn't take the same opportunity. Well, it's just, um, 
yeah, I do think he's done in the world of good. We get the hype video for the pay-per-view, which obviously I'm assuming originally was for um, November Rain, like doing yeah, last year's. Yeah. But yeah, went went on. Um, what did you think of the hype video at the end? Uh, I thought it was good. I thought it was a bit weird. Um, uh, yeah. Very apparent that this is the, the swan song for... Yeah. Um, from the, 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 the what they did. Um, yeah, I mean, it was, it was, it was pretty fine, I think. Yeah, I mean, I don't feel there's like a massive, um, issue with it. I mean, they, they got their bits which you sort of felt like needed to get over. They hyped it a lot. Um, I, I would say potentially one of the best build shows they've done is a go home. I, yeah, yeah I, in, I, I'd say sense, that. In, in the sense of letting you know what you're watching. Yeah. You know, they, they constantly ran down the card. They constantly let you know it was, you know, this weekend. And it's something that they'd sort of like, they, they'd skipped in the past. You know, and, you know, they'd literally set on the main event like a week before with like Heat Wave and stuff like that. So it was kind of a good, um, it was, it was a good level and I didn't mind sort of what they were doing. I felt like it made sense and they did have that card home and why you wanted to watch it. Could have done with um, a Raven promo. Could have done with a Sandman promo. Could have done with Impact players. Yep. Yep. Could have done with a, a lot that was sort of overlooked. Like I said, a Taz promo. You know, there were some big hitters. Uh, Mike Olsen, Masao Tanaka. Would have been nice to see something from them. Yeah, I um, uh, so I think this is the best they've done to hyper card up in in quite some time. And you know, we've we've speculated about um, uh, you know, how much of of their kind of you know, we'll announce it on the day was was a marketing ploy, and how much of that was actually you know, shit goes sideways. And, and we had to kind of hustle and get our cards together. Um, uh, so, you know, to, to, to put it together, to sell it, to build it on, you know, I think was great. Um, I think that I've got two kind of issues with it, which is they spent a long time, again, you know, something we've been talking about for all the way back now. Uh, they spent a long time talking about how, you know, in NFL you have the Super Bowl and in, uh, baseball, you have the World Series, and in hockey, you have the Stanley Cup, and in WWE, WWF, you have WrestleMania, and in WCW, you have Starcade, and in ECW, you have November to Remember. This is our big show. This is on a par with those events. Yeah. And I don't know if the video package felt that. Um, and part of that, which is my second point, my second criticism, is for your, you know, granddaddy of them all style, whatever. I don't think it's that strong a card. It, it's an upsetting card because it should be strong. But there's too many just bits. I mean, Candido Sabu should be a great match. I just don't know why we're watching it. And and 
yeah, we will run down the card in total. But you know, yeah. why Sabu isn't in the RVD and Taz match? Yeah, you know, RVD and Taz again, super strong match. Just needed what one killer promo from Taz, almost admitting, you know, he's gone. He's he's going off to make that money. Yeah, he's, just just reminding he's, people he's still around. Yeah, I have, I am cashing in. But one more thing I've got to do is just you know beat the shit out of you before I leave. So I can't stand There's your one buzz and I haven't choked out yet. Yeah, I've heard your three letters for the last like three years and I can't stand you. I mean, it could have done anything. It's just sort of like... I mean, it's just, yeah. Just like, okay, cool. And, um... Yeah, I mean, that was... That was the end of the show, so I think we'll do your match of the week and then we can run down the cards and discuss it because I feel like sort of almost holding back announcing the matches because we're about to run down the cards. (laughs) Which is uh, funny, bearing in mind we've just watched two hours of them every seven minutes telling us what the card is. And bearing in mind it's like 20 odd years ago, but I feel like we're here without spoilers still. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Jay, what's your match of the week? Well, I have a choice of the three-way dance or the match that went too far. Um, So I'm going to go with the three-way dance. I mean, you know, again, technically it was a fine match. I don't think Spike Dudley had the same chemistry as some of the other people who have been in that spot. Um, I don't know where Spike fits in, in, you know, the card as a whole at the moment. And I think we'll see that play out weirdly in a little while um but um out of the two matches that were on the cards uh, on the show this week um it has to be the three-way dance i think that's fair um no issues with that i do agree right and now let us run down that card i guess so the dark match we will have the future Dangerous Alliance versus Doring and Roadkill. Nice, yeah. Um, the the pay per view, uh, we get to see Simon uh, with his dick uh, yeah. against Spike Dudley. Yeah. Uh, then we've got uh, Little Guido versus Nova. We've yeah. got. Uh, Jerry Lynn, Tajiri, and Super Crazy. Uh, we have a handicap match, not to spoil too much, but New Jack is on the side of the chair swinging freaks, taking on all four members of the Baldies. Um, so that eye obviously didn't go far enough. Um, as you said, we've then got Sabu and Chris Candido. Yeah. Uh, and then this is interesting. So the seven nine is the World Heavyweight Championship match of Tanaka and Mike Awesome. Yeah. Which I'm not overly excited about, A, because we've not heard anything from either of them, and B, you know, if, if there's one match we've seen in, in ECW, it's Awesome and Tanaka. Always great. First defense, really? Like first pay per view defense, really? Yeah. 
Um, then we have uh, Taz and RVD. Yeah. And then the main event is the Impact players and the rookie monster Rhino versus Raven, Dreamer, and the Sandman. Yeah. So if this is your WrestleMania, is that the right main event? I mean, I understand you've got like the legends and the return and all that. It's going to be wild brawl, but surely, I don't know. I mean, you could argue yes, to be fair. Should it be no? Does it sort of make sense? Like, you know, since they do think everyone's going to be there and it's going to be hard to follow that, whatever match, because everyone's going to be so crazy for the Sandman. So I think that I get it. Awesome Tanaka would be amazing, but it's the main event, but could it follow like a Sandman return? I mean, the answer is it probably could if you book the card correctly. You'd need something in between to bring it down, and that's not what ECW does. True. Um, you know, so you've got Sabu and Candido into Awesome and Tanaka into RVD and Taz into Impact Players versus the Tag Champs. So, you know, there's not really a, a cool-down match in there. Um, yeah. You know, we don't have Jazz and Jason in there to, to kind of, you know, let everyone catch their breath. Um, but it just feels strange that, that, you know, you've got kind of a six-man tag with no championships on the line headlining compared to the others um, for your WrestleMania. Yeah. And it's really interesting that the heavyweight championship's kind of almost mid-card. Yeah, no, it's um, it's weird, and the thing is, like you said, though, if it is the main event, why why was there not promos from any of them on any of the go home yeah. shows? You know, you, you can flick it back that way as a counter, like all right, to basically the main event sort of co-main event and all this, and they haven't got promos for either of them. Don't need like major amounts, but you still just expect a little. What you can get. The judge to do the talking for um, awesome. You don't even need to have awesome do the chat, do you? You don't even need to be there. It could literally just be like boom and sort of um, sort of get it all out there and say it, which would work. Um, Yeah, crazy, very very crazy. But that being said, I'm excited for this card. Um, Haven't seen it for a while. Uh, want to see how the the Taz RVD pans out? Want to see the return of of the Sandman? Sort of that. It's weird because I'm sort of more amped for the return of the Sandman this time than I was when I actually watched the pay per view because we just were watching pay per views. Yes. So it's kind of a different kind of uh, vibe. So I'm excited for it. Um, what are your memories of the show? Let us know at underscore Sports Arena on Twitter and Instagram. We'll be throwing up the question during the week. So get involved, have your say. And uh, always interesting. Love to sort of hear them. Um, if you are using hashtag ECW, get us involved. Tag us in your posts. Tag us in your pictures. 
targeting new figures, we're loving that. Um, whether it's ones from your collection, whether it's customs you made, T-shirts you got, just keep tagging us. We love anything ECW, so get us involved and um, help us relive the revolution that was extreme. And we'll be back next week for November to remember 1999. We do love a November to remember, and I don't think next week is going to be any different at all. Uh, as much as I've I've said about kind of, you know, the, the, the holes in the card, you know that I'm going to be loving every single part of this. Um, so, yeah, let's get together and talk about it next week. But before then, just like RVD, that was the whole fucking show. <laughs>